0: Welcome back in to Show Me Today on this Tuesday. And if you've missed any part of the show, no worries. Just search Show Me Today wherever you get your podcasts. A brand new business book introduces a new model for success that upholds the traits of women leaders. And that includes the writing of several in St. Louis. The chief writers of The Sixth Level tell Ashley Bird why this business leadership book is so timely. Starting with Rachel Wallace-Andreason of the Wallace Companies in Missouri.
1: In 2013, I worked for my family business, and I did a nationwide search for an executive coach, and I found Dr. Stacy Finer in Cleveland, Ohio. So over the past 11 years, we have stayed in touch and shared contacts. And in June of 2021, she said, I have a new person for you to meet. She wanted us to write a book together, and I said definitely not doing it without a psychologist. We need to have um, if we're really going to write a book that's going to help leaders in the future, we need to come together and bring psychology to it, and not just do another anthrology. So, um, so that's where it started. And as you can see that through, I'll let Stacy explain how Kathy and Jack got in the fold. But you know. At the end, the four authors uh, that are here today to talk to you about the book um, created the sixth level. And based on the fact that Maslow's hierarchy of needs resonates with so many people, with the top being self-actualization and our psychological theory um, is self-in-relation that was created by uh, Dr. Jean Baker Miller and, uh, that is the essence of the book is using women's psychology to capitalize on leadership. And this is a book for women and men and just talking about how to be more humane as leaders and more inclusive. And, uh, and it's based on four core differentiators that we discovered through, uh, the women's psychology. Well, I want to
0: ask you here because maybe you can go from here because you all got together to write a book that obviously has some missing a, a missing viewpoint. I have great business and strategic books on my desk and many of them are written by women, but not many if at all are deal with women in leadership, about women. So tell me more about why we have to add this missing level.
2: The other authors we all have like strong opinions about this, but this is Stacey Finer. And yes, to to thoughtfully answer your question Ashley about what's missing, when I when we discovered uh, in uh, 19, in the early 1980s 1970s uh, there was work done in the Stone Center at Wellesley College and it was a group of scholars led by Jean Dr Jean Baker Miller and several others who were researching women's psychology because prior research done by people like Piaget, Kohlberg, Erikson, even Freud, had done most of their research almost exclusively on male subjects. And so the data that came back to them and their interpretation of that data was really based on the psychology and the experience of men. And at that time, they took that research and they generalized it to the population at large, which subsequently was generalized to women. In in the early 1970s, when the Stone Center scholars got together, they began to research women's psychology and discovered that women have a different psychology than men. And that women are full human beings with this glorious and fabulous capacity to pull out the potential of others. And subsequent to that, we began to talk about how leadership is missing this very fundamental, uh, these human components in leadership that would round out leadership and in many ways elevate us out from this um, lingering, persistent command and control model and elevate us into the sixth level self in relation that really fundamentally draws on the ethic of care
0: and mutuality, and I read at least in the foreword that many women lead with emotion, too often perceived as negative. And you continue about that. Um, we've always grown up thinking, yes, we've we've had that leveled against us as women that they're the emotional, and you, I even call it colorfully. Women see things more colorfully. Uh, Jack, you're you're the the man in the group here. How um how would you describe that in a place where that's often seen as a weakness in industry it's okay to lead with emotion
3: yeah i think uh, this is jack harris uh, i think that's precisely right um, what we discovered um, in, our, in the process of writing the book is that um, there are significant histories of women and leading. There's also significant social psychologies um, that talk about abstract thinking, moral leadership, so on and so forth, and that um, essentially women continue to be written out of history, continue to be rendered invisible, uh, and that um, what distinguishes this book, one, is that it places women especially and their leadership capabilities um, and characteristics front and center, and it says precisely the opposite. It says these are the kinds of leadership skills that we see more often women possessing, that it has been dismissed as too emotional, too relational, too caring, um, and the reality is that it creates very sustainable and very profitable organizations, whether they're business or not-for-profit. Right. So in our looking at these four core differentiators, what we were what we discovered uh, is that these kinds of things are learnable. This is not a book that is only for women. Men can learn from this book to be more effective leaders as well.
0: And, and how can we get men to read this book? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I, I don't think it's going to be a challenge because I think everybody wants to be a better leader. Uh, and I think the book uh, is very, very convincing. What distinguishes this book as as an artifact is that, uh, you know, you were raising one of those books earlier. It's not throwing out a lot of concepts that people say, oh, the, you know, that has face validity, that's interesting, but doesn't tell you what to do with it. And this book, not only do we have the kind of theoretical background, historical background, but we also have these wonderful, wonderful narratives by our collaborators and contributors that are really guides to how Two, how to become a better sixth-level leader, um, and there are there are work questions, if you will, at the back of the, the critical chapters that help people to self-reflect on their own leadership and then begin to think and imagine ways in which they could adopt new methodologies of being a leader. So that's what really distinguishes this book: is on the one hand, I think theoretically um, significant, but on the other hand, it's a guidebook that really does tell men and women um, how to become better leaders. The other thing for men is that it really argues that men could be happier people, and I'll leave it at that.
0: Well, Kathy, I want to ask you and, and, and introduce you, uh, introduce yourself here to our listeners on Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri. We're glad to have the authors here of the sixth level, and it includes a lot of other different writings and perspectives, though, too. If you'll tell me about that and why I read in the book that this the timing for this is good now, that we're really ready for a book like this.
4: Hi, I'm Kathy Overbeck. That's a good question. Women have just recently been in positions of leadership. And so prior to now, we really haven't had stories to collect from women leaders. But now, We do. And we can learn a lot from them. That's why this book is so important. It offers a different way to look at um, what drives leadership um, and looking at it from the standpoint of of connection and the ethic of care, which in the past people have thought that that can never work. And that is the beauty of this book is that we are showing that. It absolutely can work. And I think another important point about this book is that um, we talk a lot about the patriarchal system and how our psychology is rooted in that. And, um, you know, patriarchy is is something that is universal in the world. We have different economic systems. We have different political systems. But patriarchy is universal. So it's important to take a look at that. And how that influences, um, our society, our social psychology and leadership.
0: And you draw on many different perspectives and, and different writers within the book. Who, who can tell me more about that?
1: Yes, we were, this is Rachel Wallace andreason and, um, through our networks and through us, um, having some key questions, uh, sent to executives. Um, women executives in these leadership positions gathered these stories, and it like just like the authors came about. I said this whole process has been like baking a cake, and we keep layering on and making it more rich. And um, and so these 16 contributors come from across the country, and all have been in high levels of leadership for for profits, not for profits institutions, and each of their stories. Very different, very different experiences, but again, what we gained from it is these four core differentiators that were the themes that came out of all of the contributing essays. Although because every story was different, we really highlighted and categorized which of the four contributors we felt most highlighted the story. So the reader, can say if I want to focus on ingenuity or I want to focus on mutuality or s- such and such that they can find the stories and they can read the lessons learned in the back of that section to really find out how this core differentiator is impactful to the organization. But where where can we get the sixth level? So the sixth level has its very own
2: website. It's www.thesixthlevel.com. And on that page, uh, it has a lot of information. One is really the origins of the model. Uh, it uh, highlights the 16 contributors who wrote essays, the two emerging leaders who wrote essays. The foreword was written by um, a St. Louis woman. And, of course, the four authors.
0: Thank you so much for being on our show, Dr. Kathy Overbeck, Stacy Feiner, uh, Jack Harris, and Rachel Andreas, and for being on Show Me today and sharing about the sixth level.
3: Thank you for having us.
0: Thank you, thank you Ashley. Thank you we you. appreciate
1: it.